0: You know, I'm really back and forth on the idea talking about uh, Monday Night Raw only because it's such a long show. I really enjoy the three hours. That might not be a sentiment that everyone else shares, but I find all of the segments, all of the matches, all of the commentary very, very intriguing. If you don't find it, in the same way If you don't feel the same way about it I understand but I think you might just be listening wrong I've shared this in previous uh, You know Podcasts so Even though I don't really want to speak About the long show There are certain highlights That a lot of the people on the internet Talking about the show uh, Have You know something to say about And I just have my uh, Envisionment on what's going on like right now one of the more popular segments in my opinion would be what's going on between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose now. I don't really want to speak too much on Roman Reigns and his issue. We hope that he gets well soon and We know he's doing everything he can to get back to the ring as fast as possible but Inside of the storyline, we see and we have been seeing uh, Dean Ambrose uh, showing signs of upsetness going into his matches, having his matches, and even finishing the matches with Seth Rollins. Before we lost Roman, we saw Roman attempting to play a fair medium between the three. And it it worked, but once Roman went down, we saw Dean immediately, almost, lose his temper with Seth, and, you know, the dissension began. I would say that I'm hurt, but paying attention to it, we could see, and you could even go back to certain episodes of Raw where you'd recognize Dean coming through to save Seth or Roman, you know, and then Seth would attempt to do it and will come out and save Dean from something. I think this was this even goes back to the World Cup qualifiers and before that, you know, but it's Seth was attempting to save Dean and it wasn't working, but Dean was saving Seth and he was saving titles or championship, you know, matches and, you know, just being there in a fashion that, you know, it wasn't necessarily working on the other foot. I think that Dean was looking at how he's, let's say it like this, he remembered the conversation that was had on Monday Night Raw between uh, Braun Strowman and the pack when they were still together and, you know, how they were speaking on Roman and Seth Having the Universal Championship at the time and the Intercontinental Championship, you know we can even remember. I believe it was back at Super Showdown when we saw whether or not Dean was going to fight alongside his brothers. You know we got all of them, all four of them on the opposite sides of the ropes, and luckily Dean stuck around. But it's very clear that those talks got to him. We can run back even when uh, Dean was champion on his own. And he did it all by himself. He was WWE World Heavyweight Champion. He was Intercontinental Champion, you know, and he went down to injury and that left, you know, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan to pick up some of the slack. But, you know, to stay on the topic, Dean had been looking pretty bare out there. Meanwhile, we've had an Intercontinental Championship run that was that's very respected with Seth Rollins. You know, after The Miz took the championship around the globe to defend it and give the Intercontinental Championship the much-needed prestige that it had, uh, well, it was rumored to have lost in the time. I think that Dean finally got fed up. Again, this is inside of the storyline. So, Dean wasn't happy. With the fact that he's put in so much effort However Seth and Roman put in their amounts of effort With Dean's help And were able to You know Have everything that they've gained I look at Dean And I see Someone that's very very angry And we don't know what he's thinking We don't know what's going on in his head at this point But We all know that this has something to do with it You know all of the the help that he's given and hasn't been, you know, truly rewarded with anything. It's not as if he could try to go for a championship opportunity. You know, we even run back the episode of uh, Monday Night Raw where he was given a choice to take on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship or Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship, and he decided to take on the Monster Among Men, you know, in a match that, you know, he lost. <laughs> and so... We can still see how it hasn't really been working out for Dean Ambrose working on a team. And now we see what we've gotten. He isn't even attempting to really give Seth the reasoning. But, you know, in my opinion, I think it's because in storyline, you know, does he have to spell it out for you? Does he have to spoon feed it to you? He's He's not champion, and you are. Meanwhile, he's come and help you at almost every turn, down to winning the tag team championships, which were, dare I say, just relinquished. You know, Seth had a great showing on Monday Night Raw, but the Authors of Pain uh, came through and dominated as they would in a 2-on-1 handicap match, essentially. Whether there were championships on the line or not, we all knew what was going to happen. But, again, let's not take away from Seth. So, that's just a small analysis as to what's going on with Dean Ambrose regarding, uh, you know, his tenure with The Shield and, you know, Monday Night Raw Product. Maybe he needs to make a run to SmackDown. Who knows? You know, I'm wondering where Jason Jordan is at. So, we could just throw him in the fray again, but there's no rush on bringing him back to TV. I'm attempting to think if there's something else that was on my mind regarding the product. Drew McIntyre is next. I think that he can wield that Universal Championship in a fashion that has only been able to give the championship the much-needed prestige like by people like Brock Lesnar. I think that Drew would be able to do that. I think that the Universal Championship has a certain energy to it. You know, I've heard some uh, bigger name podcasters speak on how the championship is cursed. I would not call it cursed. I would say it takes a certain individual to be able to wield the championship. And in, in the past, we've had plenty of superstars join or be a part of the company, be a part of the shows, but they've never, ever held the World Heavyweight Championship. Some have never even held a single championship. So to have someone like Roman Reigns wield the championship and go down the way he went down unfortunately and you know this is just looking at what type of energy that the Universal Championship could potentially bring. We look at people like the first ever Universal Champion uh, Finn Balor And what happened to him uh, shortly thereafter and having to relinquish the championship. The only person that has been able to successfully wield it without worrying about injury, regardless of what his schedule dictates, is Brock Lesnar. I would like to see what could take place with Drew McIntyre wielding that championship. How is the energy going to take to Drew? Will his body be able to stand up to whatever the Universal Championship has to offer it? You know, it is called the Universal Championship for a reason. It's not just a Raw title. It is a championship in WWE that encompasses all of the championships. This is the way I've decided to look at it, and I think that, you know, if others others would decide to see it in that fashion then it might get a little bit more respect than what it's given right now. I think Brock Lesnar is a perfect person to have the championship on in the moment. I see Braun Strowman as a great superstar, and he is he is a monster among men, truly, inside of the storyline. And when we look at whether or not the energy of the Universal Championship has taken to Braun, We can see what has taken place. Let's look at it like... A WWE superstar gets possessed by that energy. We saw how uh, acting general manager Corbin has been fairly attracted to the Universal Championship. He's attempted, when Roman was champion, to get the title. He's attempted to put himself in a match to become champion. We saw back at Crown Jewel... Baron Corbin, acting general manager, attempted to raise the belt above his head as to say, they're fighting for my championship. This is something that the referee does. Baron Corbin is truly an official, but he's not on referee levels. That's, that's you know, just humble fact. But we've seen how he is drawn to the energy of the championship we saw how it possessed him in my opinion to want to hit braun in the back of the head before the match that you can always go back to the wwe network and see on demand i think that the championship energy doesn't necessarily want to work with braun strowman just yet or braun strowman still has to prove To the championship energy that he is capable of wielding it Maybe it doesn't want to be wielded by a monster As opposed to being wielded by a beast So when we look at Drew McIntyre Is he a beast? Is he more than just a Scottish psychopath? Is he more than just a Terminator? Can he be somebody that Takes the championship to that next level, defending it regularly on Monday Night Raw as opposed to what Brock Lesnar's dictated schedule gives us watching in the WWE Universe each week. These are simple questions and a very simple analysis to Monday Night Raw and the product as a whole. This is Blake, broadcaster from the shadows. I'll catch y'all next time.